five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Alt Kings Podcast. I'm your host, Tay, with my co-host, Corbin, and today we're diving right back into XRP, part two. Well overdue. Literally. Well so overdue. overdue. But before we get back into that, we have to announce the giveaway winner for Panda we Syndicates. We do. Can I get a drum roll, please? Wow. Okay. <laughs> and the winner for the Panda Syndicates NFT giveaway is... Hedera underscore picks art. Congratulations for winning that NFT. We'll be DMing you on Twitter, and we hope that you watch this video. I would hope so. Yeah, no kidding. I hope so, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll throw a tweet out so you'll also hopefully see that as well. Yeah. <clears throat> XRP, Corbin? XRP, Tate. The grandfather. The godfather. The godfather. Our oh. lord and savior. No, it's Brad Garlinghouse. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He had a career. And Schwartz. Yep. Yeah, and Schwartz. Makes, makes much more sense. Yeah. So XRP is the native token to the company Ripple. Ripple owns majority of tokens. Not majority, but they have a good amount of supply. Yeah, I mean... I mean, some people like to say it's decentralized. Other people like to say it's centralized, but... It's interesting because Ripple didn't actually make the currency. Yeah. They bought all of it, yeah. like Colvard Cash bought it. Um, and so technically it is centralized in that manner, but the way that the actual ledger the way that the actual ledger handles voting and procedures similar to that, it is decentralized. hundred percent. Uh by the node operators. Yeah. Which is cool. Yep. It's amazing how it all works. Cause mm -hmm. I mean the native the native digital asset is built on the XRP network. It's an open source permissionless and decentralized blockchain technology that can settle transactions in three to five seconds for less than pennies. Like that. I've seen transactions go worth $30 billion for only costing, like transaction fees are only 30 XRP. $30 billion, 30 XRP. And XRP is in that roughly around 72 cents right now. So, I mean, you can really do the math. Nothing. No. Nothing. No. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. The C the founders is the CEO is Brad Garlinghouse, the CTO is David Schwartz, and the CFO is Christina Campbell. There's many great people a part of their board, as well as the executive chairman, Chris Larson. It's the main one that everybody talks about. Yeah. yeah. But I mean there's also one lady. There's also Really? There's also really? one Tate. lady. <clears throat> Tate, tell me tell, tell me a little bit about this lady. Just a little bit. Her name is, she likes to go by Rosie. Some call her Rosa. Mm -hmm. um, cool. Yeah. I mean, I have this $5 bill right here. Mm -hmm. And I mean, some people, it might be really hard to see, but others, if you have 20-20 vision like me, you're able to pretty much point it out. Sir, 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 are you, are you insulting me? How, how, <laughs> how dare you, sir? Unbelievable. Well, well, if you check, I guess you could say the bottom left corner. Of your dollar bill, it can be dollar, five dollar, ten, twenty, a hundred, fifty, anything. Well, if you check it, the forty-third treasurer of the United States, her name is Rosie Rios. She's on it. She's a part of the board of Ripple. If that doesn't say much, I don't know really what else would. Yeah. But her name's, her name's on the money, and her she works with a company who deals with a lot of money. But other than that. It basically explains itself. Yeah, yeah. 
she she she's a very smart lady. She know, she knows what she's doing. She didn't she didn't get to that position no. by not you know putting in her homework, so to speak. Exactly, exactly. I mean, they have many great partnerships. I mean, we've discussed all of this really back in episode one, but we want to just revamp it to yeah. just bring back the information. Please, please don't watch episode one. <laughs> it's honestly our worst episode to date. I mean, but worse. The it's first a, it's, is a, all... it's a come up story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. There you go. The first episode is obviously always going to be the worst. You yeah. always grow after each episode. Mm-hmm. But some major partnerships are major banks and also corporations. I mean, you probably know a couple of these: Bank of America, American just, Express. Didn't want to interrupt you, but sure. Bank of America just formally announced. I don't know if you saw those new news articles. But Bank of America formally announced their partnership with Ripple and actually mentioned them in quite a few of their recent documents. That just gave me the chills. Because, <laughs> like, to it's me, that means time. a lot. Because, yeah, big money makes big money. And to be fair, they've been a partner with Ripple for, what, probably three or four years at this point? Yeah, so... both of their headquarters are basically right next door, door to each other in yeah. California. So Bank of America, American Express, Santander, Trelongo, SBI Remit, those are just a few of the major banks. Yeah, those those other guys towards the end, they handle cross-border payments across yes, the world. Yes, so. it's a bunch of foreign countries yeah. that we hand, they work with. Yeah. X, XRP's technology is versatile in all shapes and forms. Mm-hmm. And, but... It's, ones, ma- it's mainly tailored for specifically banks. Yeah, but the biggest problem that XRP and Ripple face at the moment is just the lawsuit that they're in. They've been in a lawsuit since... What is it? It's December 2020. It's been, uh, no, it's January. It started in January 2020. It's been 84 yeah. years. It's been, <laughs> it's been too long. Let's put it at that. But needless to say, the SEC, United States Security of Exchanges, they sued Ripple, clar- uh, classifying, saying that Ripple was selling unregistered securities mm-hmm. to their investors, which yeah. that obviously isn't the case, but no. that's what the SEC loves to... Uh, Testify. Corruption. <clears throat> yeah, but... Uh, uh, allegedly. Recently, uh, what was it? Just recently, it was February 28th. Uh, the, what about Discovery ended? Yes, Discovery ended. Yeah. So there's... It all comes down to now, basically. Yeah. These next now, few months. Now we're in the home stretch. Yes, these next few Judge months. Judge Netburn's going gonna put the hammer on him. Let's... let's... Order in the court. <laughs> all right. So now that we got the gist of everything in, let's get into it. Sounds good. So part two is going to be, so that was kind of like an intro to like all of the basics of it. And then yeah. this, the rest of this video is going to be more of a deep dive into the actual technical side of XRP and the ledger behind it. Cause that's actually, I've heard a couple people mention that the ledger itself is actually where the versatility and the 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 longevity and the the use case for it will devolve from essentially or evolve from um so that that's 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 essentially what this video is going to be about yes 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 they're able to they xrp is iso 222 compliant Mm -hmm. and that is basically a messaging system that is used cross borders for basically anybody yeah and it's compatible uh things other things that are also iso 220 compliant is companies like paypal and visa mm-hmm. and they're able to send messages and payments cross borders around the world for less than pennies and less than seconds but it can be more than just payments obviously it can be messages as well yeah and 
whenever you have that that name tag of ISO two hundred twenty two, it means a lot when it comes to the banks. Mm-hmm. And no, the banks really, really try to attack those. Not necessarily attack, but approach those for more interest. Yeah, because then because then all of the developers and all the people working inside of these major banks don't have to, you know, pay for training for all of these these engineers and all of these other people to learn a whole new messaging standard or learn just like a separate side little thing that a separate company is doing yeah. everything standardized so it makes it easier think of it like a programming language think of like a java or your c plus or something like that where everybody gets the gist of it if you know that one language essentially it's a world language mm. the world's token <laughs> yeah. cbdc's yeah central it's... banking digital currencies mm-hmm it's known or estimated that about 80% of central banks around the world are actively exploring to use what is known as a CDB, CBDC. Mm-hmm. And this is a token that is issued on a blockchain that represents a country's national or otherwise known as fiat currency. Yep. Essentially taking the the regular fiat currency, your US dollar, your, your yuan, your pound, and essentially just making it into a, a digital form of it so it can be more easily moved um, and be quick at, well, easily moved, quickly moved. And I think it would also be, uh, unfortunately- Efficiently look, moved. Efficiently moved, yeah. But, and I think it would also allow the government to do more tracking stuff with it because they love that Yeah, stuff. they're definitely gonna be able to tax us a lot more effectively when it comes to this stuff. But so... regulations are needed in this space. Yeah, like they we can't are. begin to we can't begin away with selling all these different currencies and making our own ones whenever we feel like it. But why does it have to be Gary? Yeah, I know it's great. Uh, it's a great question why gross. it has to be that man. But you already know who left it all off for him. Oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Jay. Yeah, Pre- appreciate Jay that Clinton. one, bud. Cute. Not cute really? at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> what allows? CBDCs to operate more effectively uh, is something called ODL, on-demand liquidity. Mm-hmm. And on-demand liquidity allows access to basically any money. Yeah. It, well, it, it, it more so allows banks to... It's like, a, it's like a loan in a way. No. No. It, essentially, it's instead of you... So if you're a bank that's doing cross-border payments, these payments take a long time, they're expensive, and in between that, the strength of the particular currencies you're trading will oftentimes change of how much they're worth. So if, for instance, a, a bank quotes, you know, somebody's dollar is going to be worth, you know, two pounds, for instance, and the U.S. Do- dollar suddenly spikes up, yeah, and it ends up being worth less, like there has to be intermediary in there to make sure that the transaction still happens for the quoted price essentially sure um and essentially what odl would allow for these banks is instead of having these massive nos they're called nostro vostro accounts of where they're it's just essentially a big uh safe for these companies like a big pot and people can pull from the pot whenever they yeah pull it put put stuff back in yeah so there's tons of money tied up in that and a lot of people don't realize that, but as soon as something like XRP comes along that has this solution to essentially eliminate that need because these companies can just quickly 
go in and out with XRP. You don't need to have these trillions of dollars just kind of sitting on the sidelines, not doing anything for anybody. Um, so that could that would solve a major issue in yeah. and of itself. Yeah. For these for these banks. I mean, it allows the banks payment firms. to get their hands on a lot more money and a lot quicker rate. Yeah. To be able to move money faster. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that was another thing too. Of like what Tate was saying with the the guy who moved what was it three million? Uh, thirty billion. Thirty. Oh. Yeah, Ooh, okay. yeah, but that's also major corporations moving that money. I mean, yeah, it's not anybody. It's not me or Corbin. It's just it's major corporations. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. You got that right. But um, yeah, it's major corporations moving big money, and right now the standard way of moving that money is not effective. No, it's not, not at all. You t- it, it was takes, created in the seventies. Yeah, it takes probably three to five business days minimum to send money. Yeah. With major fees and going through a bunch of in and out loops and twists just to try to make these A lot of middlemen that yes. have all got to take their cut along yep. the way, essentially. And nobody likes middlemen. No. no. Unless you are a middleman. Because then you make money. Yeah. Yeah. You got that right. Just look at dropshippers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have a... Br- I mean, yeah, we, that's a whole other story. <laughs> I mean, dropshippers, there's different types of those. Sure. If you're selling your own custom product, then there's not really a middleman. That's a brand. That's a joke. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I took it to heart. It's, it's okay, bud. <laughs> Tell us more about CBDCs, Crypto Corbin. Should that be my new name is Crypto Corbin? Because we can't... It's like, you know, Crypto Mason. Yeah, Crypto Mason. Yeah, that's a good one. Crypto Corbin. But we can't, like, combine them in together. So what would I be? Crippin? Then the Reds would be after me. Or the Bloods would be after me. Yeah. Nah, about that nah, about that nah, nah. <clears throat> anyway um back to your regularly scheduled programming um <laughs> yeah so so central central cbdc's are are gonna are here to stay and they're they're being piloted in a ton of countries right now the only country that really has one rolled out right now is china because they tend to be sort of it it, it really helps their their dictatorship unfortunately um because they they want to be able to see where all the money is but also figure out okay how can we cut people off you said something about you said something bad about xi jinping okay great you're no longer going to have any ability to buy or sell things and you're also not going to have the ability to get tickets for transportation trains your planes your automobiles they can restrict all that yeah yeah it's it's a big problem man it's horrible and just for speaking out or uh, showing um, showing solidarity with um, uh, Hong Kong when they got taken over. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No, it's not good. That's manipulation. Yeah, which kind of makes you worried about the future. Yeah, but they're also needed. I mean, if we're gonna like, well, these... well, I mean, uh, Klaus Schwartz. What was his name? Klaus, the the guy from uh, the World Economic Forum said, "We're we're gonna own nothing and be happy, Tate. It's all gonna be in the in in Zuck's metaverse. It's gonna be mystery money. It's gonna be monopoly money. Oh God, our fiat already is. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So CBDCs are here to stay. They're they're actively being worked on yes. every day. By on a, on a day in and day out basis, they're being worked on by some of the top people in the world right mm-hmm. now." And those type of people, they want, they need CBD. We all need CBDCs because like, all right, for an example, 
the stimulus checks that we just received in the United States a few months prior. Those could have been sent out in a much more orderly and timely fashion if we had some sort of CBDC. Because if everybody had their own wallet, then we'd all be able to get it instantaneous. Well, no, no, no. This is the government we're talking about. Tate. They well, figured yes. out a way to screw it up. Oh. I, so, so fun story about the stimulus checks. I actually typed in like my address and my banking information for direct deposit and yeah. everything. After I was done filling it out, it didn't even process it and said, okay, we'll send you a, a paper check. <laughs> I'm like, guys. So how do they get a hold of your address if it doesn't even process? Because you have to type in the address. Gotcha. So I don't know if it just did. I don't know if there wasn't a handshake that was made between my bank and the IRS. Or your Wi-Fi. And <laughs> the extension you were using. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'm talking about it. It's probably my VPN. Anyway. Yeah, they thought it was in the UK or something, probably. Anyway, um, yeah, CBDCs. They're the future. They are the future. I mean, like, even in this part, I, part two, I feel like we're just skimming everything. Oh, yeah, no, we could we could easily we go could on. We ramble and jabble. We could about... be free for hours. I, I feel like as our channel progresses, we're eventually going to get more and more into the iceberg of XRP, and we're going to be, like, nearly to the bottom of the iceberg, and we'll be on part, like, 28. And then it's gonna sprout up even more, though. It's yeah, yeah. And, then we're, and then we're gonna find more information. Yeah. I mean, the loss is gonna be over, and then all these banks are gonna hop on board, and all these trillions of dollars are gonna funnel into Ripple and XRP. Yeah. And then XRP is gonna shoot up a hundred dollars, and we're gonna come back to episode six. Only a hundred. What happened to five eighty nine, Tate? I mean, five eighty nine or bust, my boy. Come on. Five eighty nine or bust. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But the yeah, disrespect. we're gonna we're gonna skyrocket, and trillions of dollars are gonna be funneled into this token, and. It's going to pass Bitcoin. It's going to pass any other currency. And we're going to come back to episode six of the Alt Kings podcast. And you already know, we called it out. Yeah, awesome. Like every other XRP yeah, investor. No I hope you guys <laughs> like the setup, though. I mean, yeah. It's a start. It's a start. There you go. It, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're doing good for and a then start. And we also got the XRP logo, if you guys can see that. And uh, today will be awesome. Brought to you by the Alt Kings. Oh, I'll add that over. Anyway, um, the the other thing about the XRP ledger that's super interesting is that they allow federated side chains, which at face value sounds like what even is that? What's a side chain? So a side chain is essentially a it can be a spinoff of a blockchain. So if you think about Bitcoin and there's there's Bitcoin Cash and like a couple other little little side chains that have spun off. Those were actually from uh, ledger errors inside of Bitcoin. And that's actually how those got started. Long story behind those. Anyway, <laughs> uh, with, with federated side chains, they're actually created. So that way other companies can use, well, I mean, people can make side chains as well. So it's not just companies, but regardless, it allows for essentially the, the ability for these, these companies and people to make separate, little sandboxes which kind of ties back in earlier when we mentioned with the private ledgers specifically for banks because banks want to be very private very private but also open amongst themselves yes. with everything so having a federated side chain where a, a private ledger was being implemented would be excellent for them and would fit a very good niche that these banks need yes in order to implement a cbdc in the future and also you know cut costs and not have the nostra vostro and like just 
tons and tons of benefits and, and use cases for it. Needless to say, change the world. Changes the way we do banking. Yep. Changes the way we move money. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Because right now, if I wanted to just be like, call my bank and be like, hey, could I send my whole savings account to China? They would say nothing. They'd probably hang up on me, to be honest. No, they wouldn't hang up on you. They'd probably hang up. They'd be like, why? Wait, who do you bank with? F this bank called FCB back at where I'm from. It's like oh, a small. I was I was ho- I was hoping it was like Chase or something because they just be like, Chase or yo bag or yeah yeah or alternatively they would say, okay, you want to switch to um the yen? Great, fantastic. Middle here's man. a here's a forty percent charge for you to be able to move it, and it's gonna take a week and a half to get there, maybe, maybe yeah maybe there you go the maybe. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. But all you have to do is have a wallet. Yeah, no, it, it's it's hilarious how stupid it is too. Because if if you're especially for for countries that aren't banked very well, um, they could be you know a third world country or they could be just very very rural. Yes. And just it just doesn't make sense for a actual branch to be developed in that particular area. All of those people. They're more than likely going to have phones. And then also, too, with Elon's uh, Skynet. Skynet. His, his Wi-Fi. <laughs> the Starlink. His cloud. I called it Skynet. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, He's probably going to watch this and be like, delete. If Elon Musk watched our video, no, I no. might cry. No, Elon seems like, a, he seems like a good dude. Anyway, yeah. besides the point. They... I lost my train of thought. They... By having it completely digital, you would you would erase the need to have physical goods to actually exchange with people. So a good could also be a fiat currency. So if you were in a country and you that wasn't banked at all and you wanted to pay somebody a dollar for a pineapple yeah. or like a fruit or something, you could just whip out your phone and scan be like... Scan the barcode. Yeah, scan the other person's QR code, send them a dollar or XRP or like whatever you want to do and then you'd be good to go on that and you wouldn't have to worry about you know having that on you and that could also be more of a security thing too so if you go through a rough area and you're worried about you know somebody possibly mugging you just give me your private keys right now and you have no worries the five dollar wrench attack yeah yep uh Uh, if you don't know about the five dollar wrench attack it's basically somebody coming up in a Verbally assaulting you with their dirty wrench until you give them your no, private keys. No, 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 it's a, it's a more, it's more complex with that, Tate. The people that execute the $5 wrench attacks are more... They're versatile. They're, yeah, yeah, they're more versatile than that. They'll try to get it from you through, through conversation. This is, this is complete estimation, by the way, that I would picture somebody doing this. But they would try to get, they would try to, you know, sort of saucy up a little bit. Sure. Maybe, maybe introduce it casually into conversation. Okay. And then if that doesn't work, they'll tie you down to a chair with a wrench that costs them $5 and beat you over the head with it until you, you say your private key. I would never in my entire life say my private key. Yeah, the good news is I don't even know my private key. So yeah. I, I'd be like, sorry, bud, I lost it in a fishing accident. <laughs> lost it in a boating accident. My it's, ledger's gone. It's pretty gone. impressive, actually, to think about those people who remember it. By like heart, their keys. Yeah, I I could not do that. Like especially like I I haven't seen any private keys for XRP, but like mine for H bar is like 
super long. Really? It's a ton of digits. It's like 64 digits or something like that. Like, well, I cannot. You don't even really need it just for each specific network, just for your, like, your Legend NLX, just the wallet. Well, that that's the thing, though, is that's... It's technically not how it works, because the, the, the Ledger essentially houses is a one-stop shop for all of your wallets on different blockchains sure so while you do technically have a password to physically get into the interface for the ledger gotcha each one of those individual wallets that you set up are on separate blockchains and have separate private keys that are assigned for each individual blockchain makes sense but probably not to most of you <laughs> he's basically saying it's one big wallet for all the all your different types of foreign currencies but yeah sure we'll go with that thank you tate that you're able to access anywhere in the world as long as you know the 20 words it's a lot more than that tate really yours is more than 20 oh you're talking about your you're talking about your recovery key well yeah i mean okay yeah that's all you need though if you don't have another ledger say if you have your ledger back in the united states you're over in uk and you need another ledger that's all you need is the recovery keys right yeah, that would get you back into your main wallet. Into the main wallet, and then your ledger would be able to sign transactions from there. But that's not if you, for whatever reason, get hacked, maybe, and you and somebody somehow figured maybe you misplaced some keys or something somewhere, and somebody got a hold of those. Sure, those individual wallets can technically be hacked. You do need the hardware intermediary in between to sign a transaction. Sure. But that's why you. That's why Ledger, like over and over and over and over and over and over again, and Decent and all these companies say, like, do not Never share, share this. Do not screenshot this. This is just don't. Don't screen- give it to China, at all. Don't screenshot it. Don't write it in your notes. I learned that the hard way. You told. Me, I wrote all my keys in my notes. Screenshot the photos. All of that. I had to make brand new ones. Write them on hard. You don't know of paper. where those servers are stored. Lock I'm not trying to wear safe. a tinfoil hat, but I'm saying if these currencies go to some well, crazy numbers, I want you to be safe. Well, the store, all that stuff on your phone, stored in the cloud, and the cloud is accessible from anywhere. Yeah. If you're a hacker, you're able to access the cloud and any information you want inside of it, instantaneous. Yeah. Like, somebody could find my keys if they wanted to like that. I mean, they're probably going to find some of them if they actually do hack me, but nah. No hacker heard that. That's why you use an iPhone. Yeah. With Face ID. Yeah. So they can store our facial <laughs> oh, no. information for biometric data. Anyway. Yeah. And then... Sorry. XRP is a major CBDC that we believe in. We believe that it has so much potential with the banks. It will... Sorry, I don't mean no. to interrupt you. All you. It, it, it will it will be used by it will be used by banks for CBDCs. It won't be a CBDC because it's the intermediary in between these tokens. Because if if gotcha. you, it, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Because that would also ease the I guess learning curve and sort of uh, people's apprehension to adopting a new thing or a new technology. They where, just plug in their currency into xrp xrp would be the middleman exactly yeah Yeah. so you would say like whatever the digital u.s dollar ends up being called tether 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 stop my ears are gonna bleed bro rather it'd be called udc S whatever that's called USDC, yeah, USDC, which is actually audited and backed by Circle, which is a giant company. Like yeah. USD USDC is great. 
yeah, if you ever, like, not financial advice, but if you ever need to store some of your gains into a stable coin, USDC would probably be the way to go. Or PAX Gold, if you want to diversify into gold assets. That will be a totally separate video. Yeah, PAX which, Gold is crypto gold, basically. Yeah, Yeah. so so PAX Gold essentially is, uh, you're you're essentially buying a token that is has a one-to-one ratio of, of, like, raw gold that is in a... Uh, Big vault. Yeah, it's in a vault. Exactly. Yeah. So it's in a vault over in, I believe, the UK, and it's audited by a ton of people. And even, I believe, like the the New York Stock Exchange or like some like super duper big players audit them. So like they don't they don't mess around with it. So each token that you buy is equivalent to, I believe it's one troy ounce of gold. Wow. So so and the and the the price of PAX gold follows the physical price of actual gold. So if a troy ounce of gold is worth three grand, then the coin will go for three grand. If the price of gold goes up to five grand, uh, then the price of Pax Gold would go up to five grand. And you can exchange them out at any time for physical gold if you ever wanted to do that. Wow. And they would just take it out of the gold reserves. Wow. It's pretty cool. I never knew. I know, I've heard of Pax before, but like, I didn't realize it was that big. That was a bearable bull recommendation. Well, if we don't provide enough information for you guys, <laughs> please go check out the Bearable Bull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he Dude, provides more great. information than we ever would. He's fantastic. He's the best or, guy. Or King Solomon, too. Yes. He's killer. And Kevin Cage. Kevin, Kevin Cage is more on the TA side of things. Yeah. But another great recommendation. Yeah. Not and financial advice. NFTs will soon be on the XRPL. Mm-hmm. They are inevitable, as Thanos once said. It is the future. I mean, I don't know if any of you guys have had any problems with Ethereum before. Obviously, Ethereum is the biggest NFT marketplace for NFTs, but Ethereum's network is not the best. You want to know what some you want to know, you want to know something funny Tate, too is I tried to list a I had an NFT that was only on OpenSea. Yeah. And I tried like this is a true story. I'm not not joshing here. I don't believe you would. <laughs> Fair enough. Um and I listed it and I was trying to sell it for it was I believe point Point zero like two x uh, Ethereum or something like that. Nothing like super huge or anything. Yeah. And the listing fee was point zero four three or four. Let me just Ethereum. hide. Let me just hide under this table, dude. I wanted to cry. I'm like, I minted this project, sat on it for a bit. I want to get out, but literally listing it because it's open yeah. so it doesn't just stay there like it does on Rarible. You can list it. It'll stay up for like a week or two, and then it'll get taken down. That is so un- And they charge more minting fees than Rarible does. I'd imagine they would. It's open to you. They want all the fees. It's gross. It's just... Currencies like XRP and others like HBAR, as we talked about before, are taking over. Are going to soon be taking over the NFT space. Yeah. Their technology is a lot more developed. Yeah. They're, they're, it's a lot more structured, and it's a lot more effective. It's a lot more scale- scalable. That's the yeah. big thing. That's yeah. why Ethereum is so broken. Yeah. It's because it just can't scale to the level that it's at. Well, I mean, yeah, it's because you have these big dogs coming in, transferring money through ETH, and their transactions instantly go through, basically. Because well, yeah, because they're, they're the top dogs. Yeah, they're paying tens of thousands of dollars, yep. if not hundreds of thousands, in gas fees to be first in the line to get the transaction. Done. And all those millions of people below them sending just 10, 20 bucks, paying $100 in fees... They're going to be sitting there for years. Yeah. Or they'll have to go in and cancel it and pay more gas to get the transaction canceled. Because if you try, 
Yeah, this is the, you've probably had to deal with this too. If you try to, so if you have a transaction that's been sitting there for like a day or whatever and it's not going through, you can't do another transaction Until because of the one. way it's layered on the blockchain. Oh. You have to actually submit another transaction with the same, it's called a nonce. As nonce? N-O-N-C-E, I believe is, sure. is, is, the, is the thing for it. It has to have the same nonce from your wallet ID and then you have to resubmit the transaction and hope that that transaction goes through because then they cancel each other out and you lose all of the gas fees. They steal it from you. It's highway robbery. I mean, I mean, yes. <laughs> Theoretically. Theoretically, but at the same time, you're, you're paying miners to yeah. let the transaction go through just yeah. the way it's structured. So, like, it's, you know, I hate it, but, like, at the same time... It's disgusting. Yeah. And we will never have to worry about that. Oh, thank goodness, No. no. Remember that one time that XRP's transaction cost would like they, there was some error in the ledger or something and it went up a little bit and like it was causing transactions to not go through. And then uh, Zoom was like, oh, yeah, we fixed this. You just have to increase the amount of XRP you use per transaction from 0.00000001 XRP to 0.00001 XRP. <laughs> Less than pennies. Less what, than can, pennies. what can we say? Literally. It's less than it was pennies. like, okay, I can do that. Yeah, I can take I, that. That's, yeah. Any day. But it's it's just a lot more scalable whenever it comes to trillions of dollars being needing to be moved. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Easier to grow, a lot more effective, and a lot more efficient. And the, and the other cool thing about how it's built, too, is as XRP starts getting adopted by more and more corporations and people and all that stuff, is the, the transaction cost scales with the you the uh utilization of it so right now it's you know let's say it was let's say let's say for just hypothetical sake it was 0.01 xrp to do a transaction sure as xrp starts getting used more and more and more and more the cost of the gas will start to go down even more because it's being used so much because because it's being used more the price is going to go up yeah naturally yeah. So as it gets used more, the gas fee will drop, so it stays the same, like literally nothing. Is it as a transaction? Would you fee. technically consider it a gas fee? Yes, it is. Yeah. So, I guess it would be different from a. If you think about it from like a like a, an in, in, a introspective point of view, I guess because. Gas makes sense because you're trying to fuel up your transaction to make sure it makes it all the way across like a car. you're going, like a car, yeah. exactly. But with XRP, it's more of a, like... Hybrid train. Yeah, it's a bullet train. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't... It, it might maybe use gas, maybe kind of, sort of, but it doesn't really need it. No. No, not really. It needs 0.1 gallons instead of 10 gallons. Yeah. I wonder how much money these uh, these nodes make from these little teeny tri- transaction fees because there's so much so going like, on in the network. Yeah, that's a great question, but kind of off topic. Like with Bitcoin now, because it's ran off like CPUs, right? A shit ton. It's of ran them. off of GPUs. Yeah. GPUs. Well, it's ran off shit tons of those, and they're based everywhere around the world. So would that be considered like a gas fee? No. Yeah, e- oh, Ethereum, yeah, Ethereum and Bitcoin are still proof of work. Gotcha. Blockchains, which anything that you see that is a proof of work blockchain. Has to be minted, and has or to not go... not has to be minted. Has to has to be mined. Gotcha. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah. 
and whenever and whenever something has to be mined, it takes a lot of energy, too much energy. Yeah, it takes a lot of energy, um, and also it just has a lot of cost involved from the outset of having to acquire all of this equipment to make sure that your hash rate is high enough that it's going to actually be profitable for you. Because you also have to think about not only the 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 GPUs themselves or the dedicated mining rigs that people have that are just that are just dedicated to crunching those numbers, but you also have to think about the electricity cost. You have to think about the air conditioning cost. If it's summertime, you yeah. got to keep that room cool. Solar um, panels, if you use them. I don't even... Ugh, that You'd have to use a lot of solar panels. Because yeah. yeah. GPUs have have are very powerful. You'd have to use a farm of solar panels. Yeah, that would not Acres. be worth it. Acres. Yeah. No, you, hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. dumped into the drain, hoping to make a couple hundred thousand back. And then you get tested on that. Yeah. Badly. Yeah. Horrible. Well, with NFTs and um, you're able to invest in the projects currently. Yeah. But you're not able to mint the actual NFTs yet. Yeah. You're you're essentially buying coins that would be or tokens that would you're assent, you will be able to Redeem trade it, in yeah. for a an NFT mint when the time arises. And I kind of like that idea. I do too because it, it provides instant liquidity. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. Like XRP is good at that from the get go. Love it. Well, it's like if you technically don't even have the project complete yet. Yeah. You can still get off to the races by holding your project. You can still start building your community in the meantime before yeah. XLS twenty B is and liquidity. Like yeah, and like you said, liquidity. Yeah. And capital. Yeah. I and mean, that helps a, a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. Um and. It's XRP is so close to having native XR to having native NFT functionality. All it needs is for the full rollout of a it's it's a protocol called XLS twenty D. Um, as soon as that protocol gets voted on and fully implemented, then we're off to the races with NFTs. It's go time, baby. It's go time. It's, it's go, go time because Ripple Ripple is like hardcore like yep. funding developers, funding NFT creators. Like Junkies is about to get another round of. Like they're about to go through us. You, you just spoiled it. Spoiled Our next what? guest is XRP Junkies. Yes. Well, they're... it wasn't spoiled until you said something, bro. <laughs> I was just using them as an example. I spoiled it. Well, XRP Junkies is the first game created on the XRPL, right? Uh, yeah, it's going to be the first game on the XRPL. But actually, Junkies is not going to be our next guest. Um, Warlock is our next guest because this video is coming out tonight. Yes. Yes. Warlock is our next guest, but XRP Junkies is our next NFT on the XRPL guest. Yes. It's going to be our first one on the XRPL, which I'm super pumped oh, about. I'm so dude. excited too. Those guys are so cool. Yes. Man. I love them. To They're death. very, very smart with a great community back. Absolutely. Yeah. A That's lot of guys who know a lot of just quality information. Oh, yeah. And who, yeah. I'm excited. Very smart. Yeah. Me too, man. Yeah, they're going to be the first uh, metaverse on the the XRPL. Um, it it's a metaverse, but it's not. Yeah, it's it's like a now. free roam. It's like a free roam game for now. Yeah, like metaverse stuff is still very early. Yeah, like embryo yeah. stages yeah. of early. Um, there's another one called uh, Zerpcraft. Have I told you about Zerpcraft? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Zerpcraft is um, essentially you're gonna they have a Minecraft world. So this is all based in Minecraft, sure. the Java edition of Minecraft. So 
um, essentially you will be able to buy plots of land in the Minecraft server. And it's like a certain, you pay, uh, I think it was like 10 XRP or something really tiny wow. for one block, which is like a pretty, it's a pretty okay little space to build something. It's like a little plot of land to work on. Yeah, a little plot of land to work on. You own everything below it and above it as well. And you gotcha. can just build whatever in there. And they're, they're making uh, NFTs inside of Minecraft that will be on the XRPL. It is some wild stuff. Do they have their own server? Yeah, they have their own server. I can, uh, I'll send you a thing. To, I don't know if, how well your, your, it, your MacBook it, would run that it. That shit ain't running nothing. That ain't running nothing. <laughs> I will Ooh. never play a game on that. Well, thing. it's the Java edition of Minecraft. So, like, if you just tone down the settings quite considerably, you could probably run it. Run it. Yeah. But, the, but, like, you can go through right now and just kind of see the world and kind of scope out where you want to buy land. Oh, nice. If you and your friends want to buy a particular area next to each other, you can do that. Are people currently buying land? You can't right now. No, right now it's just in the scoping stage. What is today? Today's the third. Um, I think in like a week, I want to say, or maybe a week and a half, they're going to be having full ability to be able to purchase the the Zerpcraft little tokens to be able to buy stuff in the land. And because it's in Minecraft, I think they're going to be able to not technically mint it, but you'll be able to do stuff inside of your little plot. So they're partnered with Minecraft. Right? No, no, they're no. not. They're not part of Mojang. It's just, no, it's just working off of the platform. Yeah, I can't imagine how oh, hard it would ma- be oh, to get yeah. Mojang. Well, because it would have to be Microsoft as a whole because they bought yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. So I don't know if you would have to get somebody from Microsoft in a room or somebody from Mojang because Mojang is still alive technically. They're just bought by Mar- they're just bought by Microsoft. You so. just have to get the head wrap for Mojang. Needless to say, probably it's an idea. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Jabbled off of that NFT project, but yeah, yeah, a lot more to come. So much more to come. Yeah, and then uh, Xtrims is doing a bunch of stuff in Zerpcraft as well. Big, really? par- big partnership. Big, big. Partnership. I love how these communities on the XRPL all kind of like intertwine and work together. Oh yeah, everybody just wants to see everybody succeed, and it's great. Except for whoever created XCal. Screw that guy. And punks. Punks seem just a little. I don't know. I don't really see him working with much, like other. The okay, so so I was referencing a straight up scam, XCal. Oh, really? Yeah. When when everything was first starting to pop up, and like so, Xpunks was first, and then uh, Xtrims came a little later, and like a, a couple other little projects, like Monkeys and stuff, was Board right Apes. after that. Board Apes, yeah. Um, there was one called XCal that popped up, and uh, it was a straight up rug. It got straight rugged. They deleted their Twitter, deleted their Discord, all that stuff. Like it was bad, but I th- I think. I think Xpunks just have a different way of, I guess, essentially doing business. If you think about it, um, it could just be a different mindset. Um, the the people that are a part of it, like I, I'm not as involved with them as I used to be, nearly. But like from from speaking to them and kind of getting an overall kind of headspace of like where they were at, um, they're all super smart guys. Yeah. Really smart. And, imagine and, and, they, they, and they know how to market really well. Yeah, That's I mean, why that Ripple keeps mentioning them in like everything. Which and the variable kind of pool and stuff, yeah. Because there's so many more other projects and like I'm glad that they're succeeding, but like Ripple. Yeah. <laughs> just, bran- just branch off a little bit. Just open your eyes to the horizon and you'll see the beautiful sunlight in the background. I know. One day, one day they'll see. They'll see a lot very soon. Yeah. It's just a matter of XLS 20D being because once that's complete, then that literally opens the floodgates to yeah. all the NFTs. 
to being able to be used on a very efficient blockchain. Yeah, and then I wonder how long it'll take for an actual marketplace to be fully implemented as well. I feel like Sologenic will probably be one of the first. Sologenic probably will, yeah. They just have to update their software. And uh, what's the other one? Because Elysium, Elysia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one's ELS. Yeah, ELS. Yeah, it's been out for a little bit. Because I don't know how long it would take to move like if you're if you're developing something on the 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 development or developer version of the xls 20d framework i don't know how difficult it would be to move that over to the full i guess you could say retail version of xls 20d fully being fully being implemented into the ledger sure makes sense yeah so (laughs) so complicated yes Everything's so oh, yeah. complex in this space. Oh, yeah. No, this is... Like, we literally, just yesterday, I sent Corbin a whole document that came up on Ripple's website. Just all about NFTs, CDBDCs. So much good info. Yeah. It's 40 pages. I'll have it linked. We <laughs> have it linked <laughs> below in the description. Um, it is a solid read. Like, take some time. Print it out if you want. Put it in a little binder and just kind of go through it. It is some solid info from it's, Ripple directly. It's basically all the information you're going to need. Plus a little extra pizzazz. Yeah. yeah. But obviously there's going to be plenty of more information to come out oh, along yeah. the way. Oh, yeah. But this is just the most updated information that we've came across to date. Yeah. Crazy. It's insane. Good, good things are coming our way. Uh, you know what we also forgot to say? What? Thank you all. All 500 of you for subscribing oh, yes. to our channel. We appreciate all of you. 500 subs. In less Wild. than a month. Wild. Never would have expected No, that. no, no. I was all. expecting us to have maybe 50 subscribers really? at this point. Yeah. Like, no, I'm dead serious because it takes a while to get a, a channel up off the ground. Oh, yeah. And the fact that, like, it's already at this level. In one month. In a month. All thanks to you guys. We love you. Kisses. Hey, that's how you get like that's how you get like stalkers and stuff, bro. You might wanna. Well, I'm already doxxed, so I'll probably start having a fan base or a hater, hater cult against me eventually. But well, that sounds like, fun. Yeah, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> that's fair. But I actually, I, I I like recording now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah, me too. I love seeing all your beautiful faces behind the camera. you guys like the xrp head it's quite nice represent everywhere i go and i'm i'm wearing an hbar hat but uh, dude i just love the eyes this is a project called hangry barboons they're on the hbar we'll probably get them on eventually we will get them on eventually yeah so that would that would be cool get them on well i think we should wrap up xrp part two here we should most definitely it's been a great episode. I think mm-hmm. we provided you guys with a lot of information, especially on CBDCs. Obviously, now you get to see our faces and our emotions when we talk about this. We obviously I'm so sorry you have to see it now. Yeah. yeah. The people listening to the Spotify version are like, <laughs> you ugly ass. <laughs> you got a face for radio, bro. <laughs> well, we're still going to be adding, obviously, you've probably already seen all the little extra details of information through photos and stuff that help explain and describe all the information that we talk about a lot better in photo form. Yeah. Respectfully.
absolutely. Yeah, definitely check out that PDF, please. If you, especially if you got money in XRP. Yeah, you're going to want to. You are going to want to check that PDF out. It's some quality information. It was and just released too. It really it was released last month. Yep, from Ripple. Ripple.com. If you, if you don't want to look at our link, just go to Ripple.com. It's up at the but top. But it's like, oh, is it really just chilling at the yeah, top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was just chilling at the top. I'll pull it up. Right. Oh, shit. Well, Tate, this is a family-friendly right podcast. There. We love you all. Thank you for tuning in to the Alt Kings podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Drop in the comments down below any currency you want us to talk about besides Bitcoin or Ethereum. Or Doge. Yeah, or Shiba. But quality tokens, we will definitely dive deep into. Yeah, like, I want to do an episode on Link one day. Yeah? For sure, yeah. Chain Link link would be nice. Link, XDC, uh... Uh, what have we... Vet? Vet would be good. Vet would definitely be good. Yeah, Tell would be interesting, too. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, There's a lot out there. There's There's so so many. There's so many currencies, and it's just so much we still have to tell. Oh, for sure. We love you all. Mm -hmm. Have a great night. Y'all kings, we are out. That's our new thing. That's our new thing. (laughs)